It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the BBC Country Farm magazine podcast for a new adventure in the British countryside. This episode, we tackle the menace of litter. My name is Fergus Collins and I took the team from the magazine to join community volunteers and Clevedon Pier Heritage Trust down to the seaside town of Clevedon in North Somerset to help clean the local beaches. It's all part of the Litter Heroes campaign launched by the Outdoors Guide in partnership with us, BBC Country Farm magazine, Keep Britain Tidy, the Camping and Caravan Club, RSPCA and many more partners. There'll be more about this campaign at the end of the podcast. But for now, have a listen to how we got on in an entertaining day's work clearing rubbish. Um, if it is sharp and small and you think we can manage it, don't put it in a plastic bag. Um, put it in something that is um, more sturdy. And we've got some sturdy um, containers up there. OK? Um, and just... Be mindful of your environment, really. Um, we're going to pick in two groups. We're going to split the group and we're going to pick from one side to the other and meet each other in the middle. Um, and as we go, we're going to survey along the way. Okay. Um, I think probably the best thing to do is just to get going. So if we go up and then we're going to make our way out of here, collect our equipment first, um, and then onto the beach. Yeah? If anybody needs to um, use the facility before we go, it's just in here. Terrific. Okay. Great. Yes. Have you seen the John Craven uh, track we have on the John Craven. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah. So, what was John Craven doing on the pier? I don't know. It was before our. Oh, I don't know. No, we don't know. The mysterious visit of John Craven. Yeah. Excellent. 
the one classic about Country Fire was, you probably heard we had One Direction filming on here. Oh, really? And they wanted to keep it secret, so the pier was going to be closed and they put boards out there saying Country Fire was going to be filming oh, on really? the pier. Just to try and throw people off the centre. Oh, really? So it's One Direction instead? Yes. Yeah. Ah, the wrong direction. Well, everyone was very disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Country Fire. Yeah. Out on social media, of course. There would have been a much bigger crowd for John Craven. <laughs> So we're just going to go and pick the litter off this very pebbly beach. It's a beautiful May day, uh, in, uh, beautiful May day in Cleveland. We're going to go down to very fine pebbles on this beach. It doesn't look that dirty from here, but it's all in the detail glitter. So we're going to get our equipment. We've got grabbers, we've got special country file litter picking bags, and we've got special T-shirts which I'm about to put on. So I've just got some survey results from the Great British Beach Team. The Marine Conservation Society every autumn do a kind of big scale event that um, includes lots of organisations. We do it all year round and we survey. But actually the, the most, the, the thing they found most was plastic and polystyrene pieces under 50 centimetres. Um, and so you might find lots of bits of that. Um, second, you might be surprised there's bits of glass. Um, you might find lots of shards of glass. So if you do find any glass and you can pick it up, there are, as I said, those containers behind you in order to use and pick. Um, and there's two of them. So we're going to split into two groups and we'll coordinate one survey form and one heavy, tough um, holder between each. Thirdly, what do you think the third thing that you would find, surprisingly actually, on the beaches? No. <laughs> Which brings me nicely to what we're not going to do. <laughs> so actually, um, although rarely, um, and it is we're we're very lucky in the Cle on the Cleveland coastline that rarely we do find medical items, um, sharps, etc. Um, we're not going to. If it's a sharp or such, we're not going to deal with that today. Um, we're not really equipped to do that. But I'd like you to take a note of that, maybe a photograph of that, and let me know, and then I will make sure that that is dealt with properly okay um so third thing is cigarettes actually cigarette butts yeah. 25 years or so or more um for them to degrade and yeah. you'll see lots of them along the front so actually pick those and you'll do the world a great favor yeah. and then it goes on with packets string cord caps lids lots of caps and lids you'll find cotton bud sticks yeah. um They'll look a bit like lolly sticks, they won't have any ends on them, they'll, they'll be blue in colour, possibly. There has been a great change, thank goodness, for lobbying locally, that means that there are less of those, and we'll find less and less of those, but they'll be wedged in between the pebbles, if you want a challenge. Um, fishing net and line in lots of different colours of pieces, and that makes sense because we're a shipping area up and down the channel, um, and then, you know, other types of plastic and polystyrene. So keep your eyes peeled for those, but you might find some odd items too. Um, and so in your group, if you find the best odd item, then we'll make a picture of that, certainly, <laughs> and um, champion it. What, okay. is, what is the oddest item you found? Um, well, we've had dumbbells and weights and, um, yeah, like at Christmas we did, um, children's toys. We once found a plastic shark on the beach, which caused a great furrah, <laughs> um, and some more mentionables that we, we shan't talk about now. Um, <laughs> so, so you can yeah try and um, top that is the challenge. This is quite a clean beach although I have found a big lump of plastic. Uh, 
we'll see what everyone has picked in a few minutes. You've got your eye in, haven't you? Oh uh, yeah, once you get your eye in, yeah. you start seeing actually in about a metre square there, all kinds of different things, mm. fishing net and another, um, oh, yeah, that's a, is that something, is that ceramic there? Uh, oh yes, yeah, that little bit there. Yeah. So you take that, would you? Yeah, everything that isn't, um, what about sea glass? Um, when it's all smooth and pretty. I think when it's smooth, it's had it and it's there. We just yeah. we, we don't, otherwise you'd be there forever. Yeah. Um, cable tie. Who's got the... Uh, but it's surprising on such a clean beach how much you can find when you really yeah. start looking. Yeah, once you start looking, it looks like it's a clean beach. But there are... There's litter everywhere. Fag butts and plastic wrappers. Oh, I've got loads here. Just oh, to tell you about Margaret. Oh, yeah, I've got quite a lot. Oh, that's fine. I have to. Um, I've got loads of cigarette butts. Are you oh. counting? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. So I reckon I've got about six. Oh, wow. Good job. Okay, six. Uh, and then, like, two of the cigarette filters, you know, the plastic. Yep, filters. I'm going to throw the sea glass back. I've got two bits of glass. Yep. Uh, three bits of string. String? Oh, okay. Um, it's a bit quartz, I think. Is it? Nice though. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided to leave them on the beach now, the sea glass. Oh, okay. um, I think they add to the attractiveness of the beach. <laughs> and people do use them and find them, I think. I suddenly had a rush of finding litter, so, um, so uh, along here, tons of just little annoying bits. So it started looking like a clean beach. It looked like we were struggling to find anything. Now we're absolutely finding tons and tons of bits of plastic. Just once you start kicking back the pebbles, the detritus of human life just gets everywhere. Cigarette butts, bits of foil, bits of polystyrene, stuff that just never rots. And it's all just creating hazards for wildlife, making it look unsightly. I mean, the lovely thing about Bristol is that the countryside comes right into the city, yeah, that's city true, centre. Actually, isn't it? Yeah. But it does mean that you get a lot of fly yeah. tipping. And, oh, of course, and we yeah. can't cope with fly tipping, but we can no. certainly clear up some nice footpaths and yeah, some of the exactly. inner city yeah. nature reserves. So yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be good. So your position, your um, so you're Phil, and your position is your chair of the... I'm chairman of the, the trust, trust, yeah. Trust, yeah. Trust, 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 trust that runs deep here, yeah. yeah. you get rid of bits of wood like that? Uh, or would you like to leave that sort of for the nature to? Well, that's yeah. Let's put it in there, but uh, okay. I think that's probably probably a marginal. Yeah, um, I, I'm. And wood is a. So you, you, the pier has changed a lot since in the last few years. You've got. Well, it, in 1970 it collapsed entirely, and then. Um, oh right. Okay. There, was, there was a massive sort of local campaign to before my time yeah, uh, to get it restored, and um, the restoration was completed in 1998. But it never really. It never. Although it was there and restored, it wasn't making sufficient money to, to cover the costs of maintenance. Yes. Which, true. believe it or not, is 100 grand a year. Well, so and, and how long is that then? That's about 200 metres? More than 200 metres. It's meters. 800 feet. 800 feet. I can so convert that. So, to the pier head, to the pier head and then a bit beyond. 
212 meters. Okay, thanks. Oh, okay. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to tell everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a lot of maintenance. Eight spans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. So there's the the, the painting. The paint. One needs to protect the metalwork with. Um, uh, you know, specialist paint treatments. Yeah, you've, got, you've got a very high tidal range here yeah. in the seven. And, um, the, the, you know, the, the, the weather in the winter is... Um, is, is uh, Lively, yeah. It's, yeah. it's lively, yeah. 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 Um, we, so we often, in the winter, we often lose um, parts of the landing stage, you know, the steps up to the landing I stage. Have to replace keep people off the end of the... No, field, no, 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 we've never <laughs> lost anyone. No, okay. <laughs> we've got a 20-year 20 20 year maintenance plan, £2 million maintenance plan. And this year we are repainting the, the pagoda and the two pierhead buildings. Lovely. Uh, the last thing we did was to, you see the sort of curved, you see the cross beams, those cross, the yeah. cross members. Mm. Uh, some of those, we had to replace some of those and, and actually um, reinstall them on the pierhead. And that's a big engineering job, doing it. It's a specialist engineering job. Luckily we've got two or three, um, I mean we're all volunteers, including myself. Yeah. Um, I say we're all on volunteers. We, we we employ five or six people, but we have eighty a team of over eighty volunteers. Really, all, okay. all the trustees volunteers. So this is local people. Is it? Are you local? Do you live? Yes, in yeah, I live, live just like the road. Yeah, right, yeah, yes. all local people. So this yeah. is a passionate group of people who've come together to save the pier. Absolutely, and yeah. you created a company. Is that right? Or we've created a community benefit society. Yeah. Um, so um, we've got just over a thousand members, all of whom have contributed over at least one hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. So that was a, that was one of the vehicles we used to raise the money. Yeah. Uh, to build the visitor centre, and we needed to build the visitor centre in order to get the people on, generate the revenues to pay you the hundred grand a year. I got you. How many people do you get on the pier a year? Last year we had one hundred and six thousand. Okay. So it was our best ever year. And everyone's paying. No, 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 we don't. So there aren't. So probably about eighty percent of people who come on the pier are paying paying day tickets. Yeah. Um, but we have annual pass holders. Right. Uh, the members of the Community Benefit Society. Um, because their members don't pay, and then there's some special arrangements. So school visits, uh, you know, wedding part. We do weddings on the pier, so very good they, idea, they, yeah. they pay in a different way. Yes. And then we have a, a fishing club that um, help us maintain the pier by keeping an eye on things. Mm. And they, they pay a fee to you. The, as the well, club pays us a fee. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you've got lots of people contributing. Lots, lots of different volunteers. Lots of different groups. Yeah. 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 And it's working out, is it? It's, uh... it's working out. Yes. We uh, we're slightly ahead of where we thought we might be on our business plan. So we um, you know we've got, we've, we've, we managed to for the first time last year we spent money on proactive long-term maintenance. So that's not fixing things that are broken. That's actually doing stuff that will help us in the future. Yeah. Investment. Investment. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, and um, so you're organising these beach cleans as well. Yeah, so, so you, you're well, expanding your sort of range into the wider. Well, it's. I mean, it's, it's one of our one of our strategic themes, if I can put it like that, is um, is to become more of a. It's a bit of a cliche, but become a bit more of a force for the good in the town. I mean, we've got all these volunteers. We've got this beautiful asset. How do we? How do we? You know, engage more with the lo the wider the sort of local community. A great example of that is. Um, can't quite see it from here, but there's a, there was a, a public there's a public loo in the park, pier cops just up to the pier entrance, uh, which the local authority was regrettably having to close. I mean, yes, they closed a lot of it. Lot they did, and you know you understand toilets, you understand what's yeah. driving that. But um, we we basically worked with them to we got various grants and uh, converted it into a, a little sort of tea coffee point kiosk. Yeah. Uh, the front of it, and then uh, refurbish the toilet. Oh, okay, so people, so people pay to use the loo, yeah. um, but with the with the twenty p's from the from the from the purchase from getting into the loo, 
and the tea and coffee, uh, we're able to, we don't make money out of it, but we're able to keep that facility going. That's brilliant, that's brilliant. We've also got a, um, uh, a very, uh, an excellent actually archive project, volunteer archive project. Mm -hmm. So basically um, we, um, I mean, we're called the Clevedon Bureau and Heritage Trust, so we have a responsibility to look after the heritage of Clevedon. So we've got a, we've got a, a, a really good collection of uh, pictures, artifacts, all sorts of stuff relating to Clevedon, to the pier, but also to Clevedon more generally. Yeah. Okay. So we're working with the uh, the National Archive um, to uh, to sort of make that more accessible and to properly catalogue it, etc. That's going really well. We're just about at the end of the so two-year project. Will that be open for people to have a look at? Is there a yeah. So from to... yeah. So from the on the 27th, which is our big birthday celebration on Monday, which is going to be a fantastic this day. This is 150 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. So 100, 100, 150 years since the pier was first built. We've got a day of celebration which involves uh, sort of concerts and very, um, you know, music, dancing, all sorts of events. A, pit, a party on the pierhead in the evening and then a fabulous firework display. Brilliant. And well, alongside... We're at, we're at the right time, aren't we? Just yeah, absolutely. Just your birthday. Yeah. And alongside that, we've got... I mean, the archive will be sort of exposing its wares to the public for the first time. So in our porthole room, uh, we'll have, um, you know... Sort of, well, we'll have the, the Clevedon Pier in ten objects. Which we've been doing in the local press over over the last few weeks, but more than that, we'll be showing you know, some other items from the archive as well, and talking about how people can get involved in the archive. It's very exciting. So it's, it's just a, what a brilliant example of a community project. Oh, it's fantastic. So what we'll do now um, is you can pop over the um, slip in a minute and just take it a bit steady. Anybody who doesn't want to pick this area, you're welcome not to do so. You can move along um, just up around the headlands. But there are, there's quite a rocky area there, which often gets lots of bits of glass and things. So if we can just take a sweep through that and then go up and along the headlands. And then my team, Tony, Fran, um, Wendy, and then Maureen and Phil will guide you. <laughs> You'll go to the Green Beach, no survey, and they're just picking, and then onto the Salt House Beach to do um, another survey. All right? Do you think having Facebook means that people complain more because they've got an easier way to complain? Yes. So that um, yes, in I the do. past they wouldn't have had an outlet no. to be able to say, oh, the poo bins are overflowing, or no, exactly. someone's but, double parked. But on. it works both ways, doesn't it? Because yeah. ultimately it's like, okay, it's a, it's a way to moan but it's also a way to get things out there. Yeah, so it yeah. sort of counteracts. But you, you do, you'll get the keyboard warriors, bless them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they've got nothing better to do. Yeah. And, and, and you know the names, yeah. so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so oh, yes, down. very much. Oh, I know where you live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's stalking. It's a bit self-policing, isn't it? Because people, rather than you jump in, don't people, if, some, if somebody's going on about stuff, people tend to jump in and say, oh, you know. Oh, every, well, like I said, everyone's got an opinion. Yeah, yeah. So you want them all to cancel each other out. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it gets, oh, yeah. It's, but I think in general, it's good. Things like this, I mean, I've done Toad Patrol as well. Toad that, Patrol? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Toad, yeah, that's Toad coming Patrol. up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've been doing oh. that. Yeah. And the babies are on the move again soon, so I'll be back out Toad Patrolling. Oh, so they go back across the road? They go back across the road, yeah. In about a week or Where, so Where's time. that then? Where's your Toad, toad well, we Road? Norton's Wood Lane which is oh, the main lane that there. runs by the main comp. But there's quite a few areas in Cleveland Stroke Road's and other ones. got yeah. good populations of toads here. Yes, so lots of toads and Where yes. are they going to and from them? Literally across the river. Oh, but course, Norton's yeah. Wood, they live in the woods. Oh yes, yeah. So ultimately they cross. Oh. So yeah, we're saving them at the start of the year. And they'll all be on the move because we've got about another week. 
And then the youngsters. Big fat ones. <laughs> 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 that, that's the official. That's the call of the rock pipit, just briefly. Have uh, a little bird to spot on our Clevedon litter pick day. It's a beautiful day. There are about eight of us from the uh, Country Farm magazine team with lots of community volunteers. And we're So the scene is, the, the Severn Estuary in front of us, absolutely flat, there's not a wave. It's so flat, there's barely a ripple on it. Um, it's the most benign I've ever seen it. Ah, oh, okay. Oh yes, all right. Whole wheel. The whole wheel, so there's a three-wheeler car somewhere. Um, here as well, no chance of getting that. A wheel or a car? A wheel, right. No. Not like Western Beat. They get a few, do they? <laughs> they get them uh, caught in high tide. Oh, what, people put oh, the beach oh, and the tide comes in and you get engulfs them. So, what? Sorry, go on. Go on. I was going to say, what, what brings you to clear litter off the local beaches? Um, my friend does a lot of, um, well, Denise, she does a lot of um, helping people in Cleveland. She does Salvation yeah. Army and homeless stuff. Is she running a Facebook page? Is that right? Yes, that, yes. Okay. She's yeah. a lovely lady. And, um, yes, I've just chatted. So I, I wasn't asked, I was told. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to come but down. Okay, I do, so you're here I under, do, or, un, under orders. Under orders, but I'm actually enjoying it. Oh, good, okay. Is this your first time picking litter yes, then? Oh, yes. okay. Have you found anything Stop. exciting? <laughs> Could start a whole career of litter picking if you found something mm. really. Uh... No, but my children come down here when they were younger and they used to pick up all the little glass. It's, um, sea glass, so yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, that's and really we sweet. Make things with it and it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, that's really lovely. Now we're on Salthouse Beach and I'm collecting data while everyone else picks up rubbish. Um, and mostly it's little bits of polystyrene, cigarette butts, sweet wrappers, lolly sticks. The, weirdly, the stones here are the big, big rocks rather than small pebbles. More, lots more stuff here. Uh, I found like three cotton buttons. I'm just going to put it under various plastic. I'm just going to put it all down as miscellaneous, miscellaneous plastic. plastic. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I also picked up several pieces of polystyrene. Yeah. Yep. More lolly sticks, great. So yeah, the rocks are much bigger here, and the tide's going out, so it's much more exposed. Joe's found a nice big blue plastic bottle. Is that the largest object? Other than tire, I think. Uh, okay, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, look, a little uh, baby syringe. Oh, no, proper one. Watch out, Joe. Are we supposed to dispose of these in some other way? I think, I think that's a take a picture of them. Aren't oh gosh, that's a proper sharp, proper syringe. Um, I guess normally you might even just be stepping over. Um, so this is the gentle sound of litter pickers crunching across. Cotton bud stick, good. We're up to six cotton bud sticks on this beach. 
we're actually finding a lot of rubbish on this beach. Um, as it obviously gets a bit more tidal range, probably hasn't been cleaned as much. And drink tops. So how have you both found today's litter picking so far? Good. Um, pleasantly surprised that there is as l there's less litter than I thought there would be. So yeah. we we'll just get somewhere dirtier. I think um, well, it proves that if you have enough people doing it, it keeps yeah, it clean. You're right. There's a strong community here clearing these beaches quite regularly. Even even so, we've found probably several bags worth of litter on this yeah. beach. I think it shows that it's the microplastics, the tiny pieces that you don't see yeah. on the surface, but actually there's quite a lot of straws and yeah, horrible plastic. Uh, bottle tops and the small broken bits of polystyrene, which I guess animals will eat if they... Yeah. yeah. What was your favourite bit of rubbish that you've picked today, Karis? Um, probably a large piece of bubble wrap. Excellent. It was lurking <laughs> in um, the seaweed. That was probably my victory. <laughs> I think my victory was moments? large piece of polystyrene. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. This part of this beach has never been so clean. So the worst thing about all the litter on the beach here is it's all common household items. Cotton wool buds, fag butts, plastic bags, crisp packets, sweet wrappers, bits of polythene, bubble wrap. This is all stuff that's either being put out in domestic rubbish, being thrown away on the beach, going into the sewage system, so there's lots of wet wipes and so cotton wool buds. And it's a disgrace that it's just ending up here. What are we doing with our... our countryside and our coast so it's not hard we have to if we love the countryside we have to make small efforts here and there to keep it beautiful and to take action and that involves all of us taking a bag with us whenever we go for a walk just picking up a few bits and pieces you know within reason don't pick up needles don't pick up you know I wouldn't pick up dog poo bags, although they are an abomination. And if you walk the same route on a regular basis, you can pretty much keep it clear without too much hassle. Yes, there are selfish, thoughtless people who will just throw away things and not care. And our roadside verges are an example of that. But if we all pitch in, we can make a difference. And I think that matters because it's all very well looking at just being passive observers of the countryside and expecting someone else to keep it clean for us. But that will it doesn't seem to be there. And I think Clevedon has shown us that there are community groups and it's a great sociable little hub that they've got here where they gather, have a chat, have a pick and make a difference to their community and to their local landscapes, particularly the beaches. I take my hat off to them. They've got a brilliant thing going here. And hopefully we can stimulate a bit of um, a litter revolution across Britain with our friends and partners. It was such a hugely satisfying day's work in Clevedon and we all felt that we contributed something really positive to the local area. So why not join the campaign and become a litter hero? You can sign up at the Outdoor Guides website theoutdoorguide.co.uk and you'll receive a canvas litter picking bag for just £2.75 postage and packaging plus updates from the Litter Heroes campaign across the country 
And please do send pictures and stories of litter-related heroics and anything else to editor at countryfile.com and they may well feature in the magazine. You can find everything you need to know about the Litter Heroes campaign on our website, countryfile.com. I'd also like to say a huge thank you to Abby Edbrook from the Clevedon Pier Heritage Trust. We couldn't have organised the day without the brilliant help of her and her lovely team. As ever, you can find many more of our podcasts on Acast and the Apple Podcast app, and you can buy our beautiful print magazine at most supermarkets and big newsagents. So happy litter picking, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye now.